Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast, OSU Buckeye Football Edition. Today, we are going to be talking about the game that transpired on Saturday between the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Oregon Ducks. Uh, you already know we have our captain who does college football with us, Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, I'm doing excellent. The Saints just won. <laughs> we got a special guest on our college football pod. We got our man, Mr. Cedric Ware. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing all right. The Eagles won today, so we're fine. Hey, hey, look at yeah, Eagles won, Saints won. Life is good on a life is good on a Sunday for y'all. Yeah, my fancy team's getting shot on though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I just took the L in fantasy too. My wide receivers, none of them showed up at all. Zero. But well, also we'll trade you. That's true, he will. <laughs> but unfortunately, Saturday did not go well for a team that we um, like, the Ohio State Buckeyes. They actually take the L to Oregon 35-28. Byron, when we did the preview, we said this was going to be a very big game, and it was. It was big noon kickoff on Fox, and we did not win. And Byron, man, how- from your words, what happened? We uh, got gashed um, by their running back and their quarterback. I think we had like gave up like 233 rushing yards. Nope, 269 rushing yards. So it was a very disappointing day for the defense and Ohio State fans. Cedric, man, what did what did you see when you were watching this game? Before we get into stats and plays and all that, man, I. Honestly, it it looked a lot like they just didn't know what they wanted to do. They couldn't stop them. Like, Oregon's offense was just killing it. And we just couldn't stop them at all. There's no answer there. I'm not going to lie. I thought Sean Wade was back for a second. And, <laughs> and then I looked, I was like, oh, hold on, wait, that's right, he got drafted. Never mind. I yeah, I feel you because this defense, besides the one year that Chase Young was second place in the Heisman to Joe Burrow, like our defense has not been stellar the past couple of years, and our offense has masked that. But just going into the game, I mean, first quarter it was zero zero, then Oregon second quarter was fourteen seven, and then Oregon scored fourteen again, and we scored seven, and then we were already down two touchdowns. And then we got 14, and they got seven in the um, fourth quarter. And if you look at our side, C.J. Stroud, which I also think this is a problem, he threw 54 times. Yes. Like, he had 484 passing yards, three touchdowns. He had the one pick at the end, but he threw 54 times. What do, you, what do y'all think about that? That is way too much for him to be throwing 54 times a game. Like, we have a good running game um, with Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams. Um, they only had, well, all, including Shudek Stroud, we had 31 rushes for 128 yards. Um, but that's just way too much for CJ Stroud to be throwing, especially in a big game like this. Um, he's only, this is his second start um, as a quarterback for Ohio State because he's a true freshman. Um, so we need to be more balanced, I think. Is Master Teague done? 
Like after I was going to ask that. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't get he didn't get any tick. No, I I don't know. I my brother Nate thinks he's done because he's big to Ohio State recruiting. Um, so he thinks he's probably not going to get any more touches this season. Wow. Damn. I mean, Senior was, year, I right? Knew, man. Yeah. Because he was doing it, and Trey Sermon took his spot in, like, the Big Ten championship game, and he was supposed to be the man this year. And after two games, they said, you've lived your usefulness. They gave it to Williams. I mean, to throw the ball 54 times for, honestly, for, in my opinion, for any college football team, like, this isn't the NFL. I'm sorry. Like, you ain't. You ain't supposed to be throwing that much. Like, even in the NFL, I, I think that's that's quasi scary. Like, mm-hmm. like the only other person I could think of that like was out here doing that like that was like Philip Rivers, and maybe Jameis Winston throwing the ball a whole bunch of times in the NFL. But also, teams notoriously struggling with the running game, so you have to move the ball somehow. But like Byron said, OSU doesn't have a bad run game. I mean, it takes time to get it started. You give them some touches here and there, man, you may get stopped, but, like, you also have a freshman throwing the ball. Yep. Like, retro freshman throwing the ball 54 times. 19. My guy, no, that's not the right play call. Like, I get we have, like, the receiving course amazing. Like, that's what's frustrating. That's what really is frustrating mm-hmm. about this loss. Like, that receiving core is immaculate. Like, I, I don't think you can find a better receiving core in this country. No, mm-hmm. no, they're the best. Like, they're the best overall receiving core in the country. And even at the top two, they have the two best wide receivers in the country with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. I mean, shoot, Chris Olave had 12 for 126. Garrett Wilson had eight for 117. And Jackson Smith, he's the one who came out of nowhere. And he had seven for 145 and two TDs. Like, like I get you want to stunt essentially and like play to your strength because you got those receivers, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work if your quarterback can't get them the ball. Yeah, like I mean, out of like those are amazing stats. But imagine if he hits all those good passes. Like imagine, I guess I like to think about it like this. Like this with OSU, I always think about like, man, if they had this quarterback. What would they be able to do? Like they, this OSU team was with a Dwayne Haskins, a Cardell Jones, even JT Barrett. Like Dude, this receiving core, we know what to do with Justin. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean we saw it, <laughs> and they're better now than they were last year. Receiving core wise, saying like they'd be out here fucking balling out. No, I. I'm with you, man. Like, once we actually were down, I was like, our defense is that bend, don't break type of D. But once we were actually losing and our defense, like, needed to get some stops, they did at the end. But we were already down two scores. And I want to go to Oregon's offense. And I'm more man. specific. I want to talk about C.J. Burdell. I'm going to be honest. When I was researching all stuff, C.J. is not better than Muhammad Ibrahim. No. He's not. No. But C.J. Like if this was a fan, if this was the NFL, the dude had 20 carries for 161, two touchdowns. Ooh. He had three catches for 34 yards, one touchdown. And seeing him do that 
And like when I was saying in our messages, like if Muhammad Ibrahim doesn't get hurt, we might have lost that game. Yes. Yeah. Because like, we were like, this is another thing. Like, I know it's always been a thing. We're a second half team. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. You know, that's cool. Right. But like, Oregon is Oregon. I'll let, I'll let that one, but we were down going against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like, I get like the Golden Gophers have a good roster. I mean, honestly, like the year before the COVID year, they were out here balling too. Like, mm-hmm. but we're, we're a power five school. We get better players than them. I'm sorry. Like, talent and like actually, like, Training that talent and skill has to overweigh what couple talented players they have at the end of the day. Like you have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Like we should not be battling back against Minnesota. Nope, nope, Cedric. I 100% agree with you. And I know that saying that Urban Meyer used to say that talent, like when talent, when two schools' talent equates, it comes down to like execution and all that stuff. But if you just have more talent than another team, that stuff doesn't matter. You're more talented. But this defense, man. It, oh, man. I Because, I, like, Anthony Brown, who isn't even a passer like that, it felt like he had all day, went 17 for 35, 236, and two touchdowns. Like, and he also ran for 10 for 65. I, I felt like any time they actually wanted to get yardage or a first down, they got, got it. it. Yeah, yep. he had. All data throw. We weren't putting any pressure on him at all, which is bad. Though, like, though, go, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not sitting here thinking, like, we're. I'm sorry. I'll say this here. We are not DBU. Like, oh. unfortunately, <laughs> no, no. Like after the after the past like four years, like maybe a couple here and there. Like, but these dudes begin worked. Like, Sean. If you're listening to this, I'm talking to you. You were getting work last year. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, but like what I pride our, like I always said we pride ourselves on like the pass rush, the run rush. Like we mm-hmm. get to the quarterback, we force like we get tackles for loss. Like we force them to play out of their comfort zone. And we did not do that at all on Saturday. No, we did it. It was it was comfy and it was interesting, too, because, like, I just thought there'd be – I didn't think Oregon couldn't beat us. I just thought of, like, the – you put all the things together. It's Ohio State's first home game with fans in over 600 days mm-hmm. with 90,000-plus. I was like, there's just no way that they're not going to be super amped and the defenses are going to feed off the crowd. But Oregon just said, we're just going to take your crowd out of it early. They and- really did. They're lo- they don't have the two best players. On that defense. is yep. That right. is another thing. Travion, who when we were watching the game, it's funny too because Courtney thought that was a grown man and not a college student. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, no, like no joke. Like Courtney's not wrong in some of these aspects. These are these 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 boys look like grown men. They they yeah. kind of are grown men, like size and height and everything. Well, he came out with the sunglasses and the hat and the way his beard was, and he looked right, like a taller out. Mike Tomlin. Kayla, he's an, he, I was gonna say he's an alumni. <laughs> he, he did it. He did look like he had the alumni fit or yeah. the signature high school ineligible fit. Mm-hmm. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> but he's gonna be the number one pick in the damn draft this year if all things stay, unless some QB 
goes crazy, but he's projected number one right now. And yeah, the their two best defensive players didn't even play. And that was wild, man. Their whole defense stepped up. Definitely next man up mentality um, on their defense yesterday. And it showed. Like, and that was also the first time in his pretty short coaching, head coaching, Ryan Day has been upset. Ryan Day has only lost two times at Ohio State, and it was to Clemson the year that we really should have beat them on the mm-hmm. Sean Way targeting. And then Alabama, mm-hmm. the National, he's only had two losses, and they're both in the college football playoffs. So that was the first time he's lost at home. And I think that was the last, that's the first time we've lost at home since Baker. Yeah. yeah. When he planted the flag. I- yep. <laughs> that was the last was time we've lost one. at home since then. So, and Kerry Combs, the defensive coordinator, came out after the game, said, we're going to be better, I promise you. Pascal Garrett said the 2014 team, um, they lost, and then they made the championship. He's right on that, but the optics are different. They lost to a Virginia Tech team who had no shot of making the playoffs. No. Oregon right now, which I do not think they will go undefeated. I think they'll lose once or twice. But if Oregon goes undefeated, we are out. Yes. Yes. And we can't even think about trying to be that 14 team because we're not even the highest ranked team in the Big Ten as of right now. Because the new AP, Iowa's number five. Iowa has looked very good the last. They just beat Iowa State in a top ten matchup. So, and Byron, we preview. We said everyone was talking about Iowa. Yeah, I can see why. They look like I said, they looked very impressive their last two games. They trounced Indiana, and Indiana was tough last year. And now they're not even in the top twenty-five. We're not even the highest ranked team in Ohio. Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati. Cincinnati. seven. And then uh, Bearcats, man. Yeah, they're well, they're eight. From what I'm seeing, they're eight on AP and eight in coaches, and we're nine. We're nine in the AP coaches. They have us at eleven, which okay. But <laughs> <laughs> so Alabama's one, Georgia two, Oklahoma three, Oregon. Oregon just jumped eight spots to four. Uh Iowa five, Clemson Wait. six. Oregon's number four? Yeah, they yeah. jumped from 12 to 4. 11 to 4. 11 to 4, you're right. You're right, Byron. Good on you. Yeah. They, can't just, they can't jump to like 7, 6? Like, no. They, well, they embarrass the number 3 team. <laughs> really? I mean, I get it. They embarrass them, but we lost by what, 7? We yeah. did, but there was a time where we were about to give up the controller. Look, we were getting ass whooped. Like, <laughs> It was our moment where it's like, oh, let me get one more possession, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because when they, they started the second half, they got a touchdown. We were down 21-7. Well, I mean, I'm looking at Oregon's schedule right now. Cedric, it might, it might come down to October 23rd, Oregon at number 13, UCLA. UCLA. That might be, we might have to be UCLA fans in Ohio State country. Yeah, I'm waiting for basketball. I'll do it for football if it gives them a shot. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need a lot of a lot of help the rest of the season. I know early. Like early. It's, I it's, hate relying on the yep. yes. man. I hate relying on them. We talked they about this last over podcast. There. Yes, we did. We do not want to rely on on anyone. We want to control our own destiny because you know if you leave it to the committee, they'll give you every reason to leave OSU out. I mean, yeah. like we know Georgia. Is probably going to get maybe they're going to have another situation where they'll probably get kicked down to four. Maybe depending on how bad they lose to Alabama 
in the SEC championship game. Because right now, Georgia looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. But, people, no, I ain't but a Georgia fan, they, but I have to admit, they do. Well, they ain't going to pick, like, they ain't going to let us jump in, especially Oregon's going to definitely waltz in if they go undefeated and Georgia loses. Like, yeah. Well, my new concern now going forward, Alabama actually plays Florida this weekend, so I actually get to see how good Florida is. But now, if we get to October 30th, Penn State's currently ranked number 10. Wow. And yep. we're currently nine. So if we both stay undefeated until wow. October 30th, well, we don't, yeah, we both don't lose until October 30th. That could be a very big win for us. But Penn State this week, they play Arbor. Yes. Arbor's yeah. 22. But Penn State on October 9th plays Iowa. Iowa. I know we're doing this super early, everyone, but this is college football. We don't have that much time anyway. So nope. would you rather want to play an undefeated Penn State team on October 30th, or do you want to play an undefeated Iowa, which will probably be a top three team in the Big Ten Championship, and that's your final shot to impress everyone? Which would you rather? I'm looking at Iowa's schedule right now to make sure they don't have – yeah, they don't have anything crazy until Penn State, October 9th. And then they'll He said Iowa's what now? Iowa currently is the number five team in the country. If they beat Penn State, they'll probably jump to like four if everything stays true. And if they stay undefeated and then we go, they'll probably be in the top four and we'll probably be in the top like eight by then. Yeah. Because Northern Dame and uh, Cincinnati, which will be a top, they have to play each other. So one of them is going to knock the other out. So like, what would you rather want? I think it would look better if Iowa is ranked super high and we do knock them off. Yeah, but that's that's so long. I don't like I know. That's a long Honestly, time. I know. I, I take the Penn State thing just because at least we know where we stand going into the Big Ten Championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we don't have a hard game until Penn State, October 30th. Well, I can't say that. Our defense sucks, so. Right. Because I don't want to, like, I I hate, I, I, I feel like it would feel worse if we played Iowa, right, mm-hmm. and somehow won, but some crazy statistical shit with this college football stuff happens, and we're right outside at five because they're like, well, remember, they lost Oregon, and Oregon still is undefeated. Yeah, that's the problem. Oregon, yeah. Oregon needs to lose that. That's the thing. If it becomes a one-loss, Pac-12 Oregon versus a one-loss us, they're probably going to get the tiebreaker because they beat us. We have to beat better teams than them to have a chance, which we need Penn State. And Lord and behold, after two games, Michigan's in the top 25 again. Keep going, Michigan. (laughs) Go blue. (laughs) That's that's my only time I'll ever say it on this thing, man. Because (laughs) if I'll put like this, if we lose the fucking Michigan. Oh, we won't go. I don't think we'll go to the Big Ten Championship. I, I'll have to talk to Kerry Combs. Like, I, we'll have to have a conversation because, like, bruh, you just ruined this. So, this has been a beautiful streak. Like, like we've been stopping the, the, like the shit out of Michigan for mm-hmm. 20 years. Um, only lost once in 20 years. 
Like the whole state of Michigan really be like it's come to a point where some of them don't even really consider us their rivals because they get their ass whipped all the time. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you let them don't you let them get no more blood in their veins. They're dead. Like kill them. Please, like, <laughs> I mean, the last is... thing I need is fucking Clemson fans and Michigan fans. Oh, oh yeah. I have something to say about these Clemson fans. So Barstool Clemson, when they really <laughs> said the world's really better when Ohio State's losing, I'm like, y'all just lost last week. Y'all couldn't even get a touchdown. You had three to, points. To Georgia. Like, what are, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Like, when they said that, I'm like, I wanted, I was saving it. I wanted to drop my, my Hobbs Furious 5 Jeff, where I'm like, we'll see you soon. Like, I, I was waiting, but I was like, mm, it's not time yet because y'all ain't going anywhere. The ACC sucks, so y'all are done. <laughs> the ACC. <laughs> Clemson was their only hope. And North Carolina losing a freaking, uh, whatchamacallit, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech the first game, game so they're done. So I don't know why they were talking that trash, but I was like, all right. All right. All right. But I don't it's know. It's still mad we beat them. Yeah, because. Yeah, and then they were dropping the, oh, y'all beat us one time in four tries. I was like, well, we smoked y'all last time. That's all that matters to me. Right. But <laughs> but, what can, but what can we do about this defense? Because I know we were talking about the Penn State, Iowa, what situations we want. But if our defense playing like this, hey, 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 ain't no way we beat any of them. A fire carry coon. Really? That's where you're at right now? I've been at that since Alabama last year. <laughs> Uh, where when we oh. when we had linebackers on the Heisman Trophy winner, yes, <laughs> that was de- terrible defensive scheming. Wow! Man, shout out to my guy though. He got that TD today, Devontae Smith. Yep, we had but linebackers on the Heisman Rodgers Trophy went, winner. Sean yeah. Wade couldn't guard him. He couldn't guard <laughs> a hobbled Jalen Waddle. He, he, uh, he, couldn't, he guard. couldn't guard the random white dude that came out of. His <laughs> <squad>. <laughs> I don't even know his name, but he got one on him too. And if Devontae Smith played the whole game, Alabama would have hung 70. Oh, for oh, sure. Back. And that would have been, oh boy. Because I think Devontae Smith like I had 160 something before he got injured. Yep. Yeah. Man. Yep. Embarrassing. I mean, honestly, the pro- I'll put I'll be honest, the pass rush is not as horrible a problem because sometimes we do still get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like Honestly, the only thing good about us is our like defensive, like nose tackles and defensive end. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a couple good linebackers. Honestly, I think reading is a lot of the problem. Yeah, like because with fast team, with with teams of fast players or like fast moving offenses that do a lot of movement, like Minnesota, Oregon, it's so easy to get like. Caught by the fake, caught by the run and the play action. And honestly, a lot of it for some of those third downs, that quarterback Brown just he had loaded in the pocket. He's like, okay, my players are all downfield. I can't really throw it deep. So I'm just gonna make him make the play with my feet. Like mm-hmm. and it's worked out. I don't know if it's the coverages, I don't know if it's this like just Deciding who's on man and who, if you have a quarterback spy or not, like, but something has to change. Either you up the blitz and you commit to the run and try to pray that, like, hey, we don't get hit with any screens or any deep balls, don't get beat real quick and try to get the quarterback as fast as you can. Or you got to go back to the drawing board and really think if you want to revamp this defense because this is not it. 
Yeah, I agree, Cedric. When I'm watching these games, I always feel like when well, now it's CJ, who we just we literally just gave that man like $30 million because he's going to get drafted now. But every time the past two games, when a running back gets like past the defensive lineman into the second level of the linebackers and the corners, it's like yeah. easy season for them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what we're doing. So, and I know Carrie said we're going to get better. And it's hard to gauge that because, I mean, we got cupcakes literally until Penn State October 30th. So, I mean, if they can run on us, I mean, that gave up 154 to um, Ibrahim. Muhammad Ibrahim and just gave up 163 to CJ Burdell. It's that our run defense, man. Like you said, when they get to that second level, it's just they're gone. Uh, and I don't understand how because we're usually good at stopping the run, like, very rarely they'll get to that second level. So, I don't know if it's our defensive line is not pushing hard enough or something i don't know well cedric said earlier how our wide receiver room is stacked which they are maybe this summer we don't recruit any let's recruit some good corners let's let's shift the focus mm-hmm. please yeah <laughs> i think we're set on wide receivers for a lo- shoot marvin harrison's son hasn't even gotten any tick yet that's true please like let's let's get let's go please, out and get some corners like some safeties some defensive back. Yeah, we need to. Our our defense has not worked good the last. I mean, the best way you sell it is, hey, you want to make it to the next level. You're gonna to have to play these guys at some point. Why not come play them every single day at practice? Yeah. Like these are some of the best receivers you're going to see. They're going to get drafted. Mm-hmm. Like it just is what it is. Like they're going to get drafted. Yeah, and I mean, and CJ Stroud is only going to get better. Like, yeah. I'm glad you said that, Cedric, because people are talking about like take him out. The dude, there was three 100 yard receipt, like Receiver. three receivers who got 100 he's plus 19. yards. He's 19 right. and he almost threw for 500 yards. Like, and it's its second college start. I know he's we only were, had one pick. That was yeah. that two, one pick in Minnesota and one pick here. So he's not, it's not like he's throwing picks every time. He's actually a good quarterback. He does overthrow his receiver sometimes, he does throw a high a little time. But he's actually been a pretty good offensive threat. He's 19. Like, imagine right. what, like, he has like a uh, red shirt. So he could have a year or two more years. Wait till he has like two more full years, potentially, guys. Like, he is not the issue. No, like, him, fine. Like, I expected him to, like, honestly, I expected him to throw some more picks, like, mm-hmm. than he was doing because he's, th- he's aggressive when he throws the ball mm-hmm. because he's so high. Like, the passes are high. They're getting tipped. They're touching hands. So I'm, I was like, man, it's about to be tip drills out here. But he hasn't thrown as many interceptions as I thought he would. Like, no, I'm not going to lie. Like, especially against Oregon, I, I, Minnesota aside, I thought he would throw probably like three interceptions back. Mm-hmm. Especially when the way he came out opening throwing, because mm-hmm. all of his reasons had, had to go up to make those catches. I'm like, unless he comes back down with it mid game, late game, if this is still going up. Those are going to get tipped, and somebody's just going to be there. Like, mm-hmm. no, I agree. It's it's something. Just to go back on the national thing, Cincinnati plays at Notre Dame October second. So that's man, October's going to be busted, man. That's gonna yeah. Be, that's and Notre Dame, if you weren't peeping, they almost lost to Toledo yesterday. They almost lost their first game too. 
And Texas A&M almost lost to Colorado. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Don't change a thing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's interesting. And we got, let me pull us up one last time so we give a little, our little preview. So we have Tulsa this Saturday. Like, we're not even on the Big Ten. We're on FS1. So, <laughs> I, I kind of feel bad. Tulsa is going to get – they're about to get shellacked. But now, you know, I got to check out their – Their running back. I got to check out their running back, see what he's about. Hmm, last game, he had 30 carries, 180 – oh, hold on now. <laughs> hold, hold on now. Almost hold on right the NCAA stats, the football game. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. I, I have to check. They just lost to Oklahoma State. So this uh, is going to be a good bounce back. Yeah, they're 0-2 right now. So I just had to make sure. I was getting a little nervous. I thought he had that in one game. I was like, hold on. <laughs> but, Byron, th- this should be a blowout, right? This should be a blowout. This should be a cupcake game. This should be a good revenge game. But I still don't trust our defense. So who knows? Cedric, this should be a blowout. Who who are we blowing out now? Tulsa Golden Hurricanes. Man. It should be a blowout. I don't think it will be a blowout. Because we were supposed to blow out Minnesota. We were a two-touchdown favorite. Currently, the spread right now is we're a 25-point favorite. Damn. They really think that... (laughs) After last week, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. If they if if they get because I the defensive problems are something that's just gonna take time. Like I don't expect yeah. them to fix that in a week. Like there's yeah. no way how. Because you prep for personnel you play against, like mm-hmm. until like Martin said, I agree. Like until we play like Penn State or someone with actual like High octane, high power offense that's supposed mm-hmm. to be doing stuff out here. There's no way to tell if those changes actually mean anything. So for me, I need us to get back to this run game. Mm-hmm. I think Tulsa is a great opportunity to do so. Like, no, no offense to CO2 and, and Wilson, but like my dogs, y'all worked hard last week for that L. Y'all ate. Y'all definitely show people out there like, hey, even though we lose and we still out here fighting, you deserve a little bit of a rest this upcoming week. Like, like don't don't overexert yourselves on Tulane or Tulsa, whoever. Tulsa, the hell it is. Tulsa, Tulsa Golden Hurricanes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't overexert yourself on Tulsa. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I expect this to be. A, I I expect this to be over by halftime, so that hopefully in half during the second half we can work on some things. If we have a close game going into halftime, we're gonna have a problem. Like I need Stroud. Listen, man, just don't don't come out the game even if y'all blowing them out. Get your reps. Like you're 19, mm-hmm. you're a freshman. What grade is the backup quarterback? Oh, they're all young, all yeah. of them. Oh, see, bro, get your snaps. <laughs> like even if you h- hiking the ball and just handing it off, get your snaps. Like this is a team where it's like. Your old line should be taking them every time. Yep. The running back should be able to break loose at will. Your yep. receivers are already smoking everybody. They definitely should be killing them. Yeah. 
you should have all the time in the world. You shouldn't have to worry at all. Take your time, make the throw, win the game. Simple. Yep. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, well, we got we are coming off the first home loss in the Ryan Day era. So we're gonna see how we bounce back. I know practices are gonna be pretty intense. I know our local media is gonna be covering it pretty wildly. And hopefully that game is over by halftime this Saturday so people can go about their stuff. Byron, Cedric, anything else before we sign off here today on a Buckeye loss? It's a tough loss. Definitely some things to work on, mostly defensively. So hopefully Kerry Coombs can have a bounce back game and can just hopefully we'll get better on defense throughout the season. If not, I'm going to need a Kerry Coombs to step down at the end of the season. Cedric? Do better. Please, for the sake of Ohio and the safety of those kids at that school, do better. Carrie, if you guys end up losing, and I ain't gonna lie, you lose another game. Fuck the stepping down stuff. Well, I'll be, I'll be talking. Between well, that, you're saying you need to go. Like, <laughs> like I'll be between that Ryan too. Ryan, your boy got to go. Like, I'm certain there's some amazing other people out there who would love to coach the defense at the Ohio State mm-hmm. University. Nope, I agree. Carrie comes. Look, man, you're saying that we're gonna be better. We got to see it because this defense this past couple of years outside of Chase's Heisman finals here, it has not been it. Like, it really has not. We've just hided our defense's poopiness because our, our offense has just been, been yeah. stellar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to – it's easy to play defense if you're always ahead. Very, that is very true. I mean, another thing which I just want to hit on, the absolute audacity and nerve of Kevin Warren being at the game. Oh, he was there? Yeah. They showed him in the mm. press box. Oh. Huh. Good cushy huh. seat. <laughs> the huh. Big Ten commissioner uh, that need that to be said. And, well, we're number nine right now. Haskell Garrett said we're about to be like the 14 team and make it as a fourth seed and win the t- win and all. So I we, have a, we have a long way to go, and we need a lot of things to happen. So, why do we need chaos this early, man? Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't take care of business. <laughs> oh, if our, we didn't have our offense that we have, we would have got blown out yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That, well, that's shoot. the story of our lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, the 19 year old, he got lucky that Chav- Tavion wasn't playing. Tavion would have said hello. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Kavion Thibodeau. Yeah, yeah Kavion. Yeah. Kavion Thibodeau. He would have said hello. Oof, man, he would have got it after us. <laughs> man. Ooh. But yeah, Cedric said, get those reps in. But I'm trying to see 30, 30 plus total carries for running backs this Saturday. Please. It's simple. Yes. Them offensive yeah. linemen, defensive linemen, anyone, man. If you ain't part of the wide receiving core and shoot, even CJ, you got to look yourself in the mirror because that was just bad on the national TV stage. It felt weird losing, which how spoiled we are as Buckeye fans. It's been, it felt weird losing a game that wasn't in the playoffs. Yes. Yes. Like, it felt weird not losing. Like, it wasn't Clemson or Alabama. That's what felt weird. It was Oregon, who OSU like, historically was 9-0 and until nine that time. Oregon. Yep. I thought I was watching, what was that, the Purdue night game? Oh, God. Oh, no. Well, again, 
That defense got gashed up by a running back, Rondell Moore. Uh, yep. Man. Is he still there? No, he's on Arizona. No, he's in the league. He's in the league. Okay. I almost thought about picking him up as a flex. I mean, he's fast. He is, he <laughs> yeah. is fast. But shoot. But with that being said, thank y'all for listening to the L7C podcast. Buckeyes are now one and one, the number ninth ranked team in the country. And it gives us some, we need some chaos and we need some things to happen. Haskell said we can make a run. So we're going to have to wait and see. Carrie Combs from the L7C to you. Do better on defense. With that being said, take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.